they should be more open to talking about sex, talking about protection, yeah. even if the child is not having sex, talk about stuff like that to avoid those kind of occurrences in the future. Mm. So that's what. Boys and girls, Hi. and welcome to another episode of Not Enough Words Podcast. Podcast. My name is Ijoma, and with me, as always, is Precious Amaje. <laughs> so, on today's episode, mm-hmm. we're going to be discussing murdering. Murdering, not murdering. <laughs> not like, like, like mother, being a mother, um, training up your child, especially the girl child. Mm. You know, like stuff your mom never told you. Yeah. Um, when growing up, like stuff you had to learn on your, on own. your own. So that's what we'll be discussing mm. today. Um, before we jump into it, mm-hmm. how's your week been? Ha! <sighs> Not you, girl. <laughs> I was the answer. Oh, okay. Let's so, hear it. My week her. has been good. Okay. Um, I say the change of weather has been great. But okay. We're back to the issue of the drainage system in nigeria yeah and just last year it feels like yesterday where we kept on seeing different states coming Being down flooded. with flood and all that and now it's another time it's, yeah and the same it seems thing like is happening. the same thing is happening yeah i saw it i saw it's some very worrisome. i saw some pictures earlier mm. um of some streets in abuja yeah flooded with cars like the water got up to like the windscreen it was yeah. so bad it was really bad yes and the thing is you know at the point that it was flooding, a lot of our politicians were concerned about the coming election at that time. And now the elections are here. Nobody is paying attention to drainage or whatever. Yes. You know, it's a new government. People want to, you know, go to courts to settle their cases. People are getting ready to be inaugurated and sworn in. So it's just, I don't know, man. I just hope that something good will come out of it. Hopefully. That's that's what, we, that's what we're, we're all praying for. Yeah. Because- it's not just having a government, good government, one that is concerned about its citizens concerned is what is we word. need. Concerned like, is the word. Nigeria really needs that. We need that yeah. right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, talking about murdering, mm. what are the things that um, you wish your mom had talked to you about earlier, mm. earlier mm. in life, growing up? What are some things? Um so my mom didn't really go in depth about boys okay when i say in depth yes she talks about it but like surface level she say things like i remember when i was going to boarding house in ss1 i didn't go in jess one so in um ss1 i've always wanted to go to boarding house for some reason in jess one but she just did not now nah, you're not going anywhere you're going from home yeah so in ss1 my school made it compulsory that every student needs to move to the hostel and i remember the conversation i knew what the conversation was about but the way she said it, it was like mm, okay she was, shying, she was, away from yeah, she was it. shying away she was being sarcastic yeah. too so we're driving went to buy my provision and stuff it was just me in the car me and her and then she was not like so when you go to school if you like have boyfriend yeah <laughs> it was it was that sarcastic like she didn't go deep into it and for a really long time i'll say um i come from a christian home like yeah. my parents have tried their best and i'll say i they taught me things i've used so far in life and for a really long time 
I'm not going to lie. I was literally scared of boys. Scared, not that, oh, you're going to kill me or, you know, nothing like that. I was just scared to get close to a boy. It was, it followed me up onto uni. Like, I think I broke out from that in 300, 400 level. If, when I was 100 level, 200 level, if I'm going anywhere, my best friend, Debbie, she's by my side. (laughs) We're holding each other hand in hand and we're moving. I know. (laughs) Because... I used to be really shy. Like to pass where like there are guys, I would rather go and take the long road and go to where I'm going to. So all of that, it was just, okay, um, I should avoid boys. I think I should avoid guys. Like, I don't know what they're about. Maybe they want to, you know, take advantage of me. You know, those kind of thoughts, like they were always in my head until like 300, 400 level. I'm telling you. Okay, the like hundred were, level. Oh, the thoughts were always in your head. Yeah, like, and I, I always would hear my mom. No, like I always hear my mom's voice, you know, talking about, yeah. you know, like stay away from guys, stay away from boys, blah, blah, blah. And then here's the irony. I'm done from uni now. And, you know, questions of, uh, where is he? Yes. It's who? coming up. And it's Mommy, like, who is that? Who is he? <laughs> Where am I gonna pick him up from? Yeah, in it. So I feel like if um, my mom had gone in depth and said things like, although to be fair, it was much after. I remember there was a time like these memories are just coming to me. I remember okay. there was a time I was making a call with one of my friends. It was like a platonic friendship, but the call was long, right? And then for some reason, you know, just kind of saying, my mom called me. I was like, I'm coming. Like, I'm gonna call. I'm I'm coming. She knew I was on a call. So, when I was done with the call, and I went to meet her. And then she was like, who are you talking to? And I said, he's my friend. And then she was like, what's he, what does he do? Like, why are you talking to him that (laughs) long? Like, she she was feeling like there was something extra going on. But honestly, he was my friend. But she was now hinting to... Okay, I'm of age, so you know, I should feel free. Yeah, I should. At this point, I think it was 2017. I think I had just finished NYC or something. Okay, so she was like, you know, just feel free, you know, just you know, changing like a long, yeah, yeah, a long time ago, yeah, six years ago. So she was, I think I was 21 at the time. So she was like, you know, just feel free, you know. There's anyone this one now, and she now say advising the whole Six boys. Yeah, the whole boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like just like I said in the last episode, once is time. I'll be ready. Once it's time, it will happen. So I'm not. I'm honestly not in a hurry to get married. I feel like I've been talking for such a long time. No, mm. haven't. It's so, so long. Share with us what is one thing that, you know, you wish your mom told you? Well, it um, still has to do with boys. Mm. Well, okay, so one thing my mom always said to me was that yeah. I'm too secretive. I don't <gasps> like talking to her. She always, she, it wasn't really hinting it. She was always saying it. Mm. And yeah, maybe to an extent I yeah. was, but it's not, it's not, it's, did you come to meet me to ask me, like, to talk to me, talk to me? Mm. But you want me to come and meet you and start mm. talking to you? Like, mommy, see this, 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 mm. and I come and be just with you. Mm. She had a relationship with my sister oh. and not me. So to them, I was secretive. I don't like sharing stuff. So because of that, 
um all this talk about boys mm. we never had that conversation yeah even marriage mm. we didn't really have that conversation you yeah. know like, yes it has to be like a good you, you know the basics yeah but like talking in depth about it we never really did so oh. that's one thing that i wish we had maybe it was me that didn't yeah. open up to yeah like listen mm. um or have that those conversations yeah but yeah, that's one thing that I wish we had mm. talked about. You have two sisters, right? Yeah. You're the middle. Yeah. You're, you're the, it's the same thing with me. Yeah. I have I two sisters. I'm in the middle. Yeah. And my mom thinks I'm secretive too. Like she has actually told, there's this thing my mom does. So we're five kids mm. and she knows who is close to who. Like if she wants to get through to someone, she, she knows, knows who, who to, to talk to. to. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I'm really close to my elder sister. Like she's my G. I've hailed this girl so many times on this podcast. Yeah, Hi, Joyce. <laughs> like you need to start sponsoring us. <laughs> like, so I, 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 I relate with her really well. And like compared to my other siblings, right? I also relate to my younger sister. She too. She's a G in you know her own rights. Something. Princess. I hail you. But then, in comparison with my elder sister, like my elder sister does have conversations with my mom. Yeah. You know, they talk about stuff. Even when she had a boyfriend in uni, she told her, I'm like, girl, okay. Mm-mm-mm. But for me, I found that for some reason, I'd rather talk to my elder sister. Than talk to your mom. Than talk to my mom. Okay. Right? And and there's a time my mom had a conversation with my elder sister and told her that I think that, you know, Chogu is secretive. Secret. That is secretive. It's secretive. <laughs> You say, so, so Chogu is my, my language name, right? That's same my Chaba name. name. She, she didn't feels, she didn't say it to you. Yeah, she didn't she didn't, didn't she, she said it to me, me like, okay. like, That's I like think years later. after, much later same, when we were having a conversation. But she didn't say it to me at first. Directly. She had that impression. Yeah. But she didn't say anything about yeah. it. Why? Do you think it has anything to do with our position in family? Maybe. I don't know if other like people mm. are experiencing the same thing. Mm. But I don't know why it's like that. I feel like first daughters are usually close to their mom. Yes, they're they're. Usually, I feel like they're I usually so. close to their mom in some situations, mm. especially when say. the first daughter is not the firstborn. I don't know, mm. but I'm just saying. There's that. There's that. Yeah. There's that. Okay. So that being said, what mm. do you think? Like, is okay. Let's talk about aside that now. Mm-hmm. These are stuff that you wish your mom yeah. would um have talked to you about. about. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think are things that other I'm like moms I meant to talk to their daughters about normally mm. what are things that you think that you think moms are meant to talk to their daughters about enlighten them about like um the certain things that you should know mm. that you don't know. So now you should I think you should put yourself in the shoe of someone you yeah. yeah and just say something. Okay, so for me I would say even though my mom didn't talk about like boys to me, there's something she does that I really like. She would always tell me what my granddad used to tell her. Like, look, don't be impressed with what a man brings to you. You can have that. And like, she says it over and over. And she's not saying it from the point of, oh, feminist, uh-uh. you can't take care of yourself. She's just reminding you that you should have your own. Yeah. Right. And she's always encouraging that like decisions she would make for us, you know, even when we... Like, it's not in line with what we want to do. I understand what she's doing, right? And I try to make her understand that I see what you're doing, but mm-hmm. this is just something that I do not want to do, 
right? We bump heads sometimes, but then we come to an agreement at the end. And when, like, she does things like that, I know it's from a loving point of view, right? But for me, what I would say women should talk to their, parents, their children about is, I'll say this, I don't know about other people, right? My mom would always hammer it to me, right? And talk, to, talk about how you should always plan, you should always set goals, you should always know what you want to do. Yeah. You should always, like, she always says that, and I really appreciate it, because to be honest, if you don't do these things, you wouldn't have, like, a clear path to follow, right? Reading biographies of certain great people, you find that they had convic conviction, right, of what they wanted to do. Yes. It might not have been clear at the start of how exactly they'll go about it, but they knew what they wanted to do. And along the line, they'll figure out ways of how to achieve Achieving. it. So I feel like mothers should always remind their daughters that you shouldn't rely on any man. Like, you should work for your own stuff. It is possible to do whatever you think. Yes. Like, you see a G-Wagon passing, you see a Ferrari passing by, you can buy that. You can own it. And I feel like it's a very profound thing to teach, you know, your daughters. Yeah, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Although, I don't know, I'm talking from, like, my own perspective, where my mom will always say this, so I feel like it's something that mothers out there can borrow a live from. Okay. So for you, when you have a daughter? I'll talk about any and everything, to be honest, because mm. I want to have that... Um, um, loving relationship. You know, some mm. people say, no, I, I'm not friends with my child. My child is yes. not my friend. I don't understand yes. that because I would want my child to be my friend. Like, mm. I wanted to see me mm. as a friend and also know that, yes, this is my mom. Mm. But yeah, like, this is someone that I can always go to. Mm. If you're in trouble, if you feel like you need advice mm. on anything, you feel free to come to me. Yeah. To get, because as we know, there are some times where you're so down yeah and you don't have someone to talk to yeah you think so hard but like you it's tough that you, you wouldn't want to share with just anyone anyone true so if your if your mom mom was open enough to listening to you and not judging you or mm. making you feel terrible mm -hmm. you would feel comfortable to go to her with such stuff exactly and say, mom see what's going on like what would you advise mm -hmm. or whatever it is or you just want to just offload just let out mm. you just go to her and tell her any and everything mm. so i would want to have that sort of relationship mm. i know like one thing that um nigerian moms shy from is sex talking about sex yeah sex education in schools is not even it at all they just mm -hmm. come talk about the reproductive organs mm. then they um, talk about condoms and share condoms around yeah they don't they don't go in depth they don't talk like they don't really um, enlighten mm. people about it. And then, um, what's it called? Moms, mm -hmm. they try not to talk about it and like try to believe in their heart that, oh, my daughter is still a virgin. My daughter is not having sex. Yeah. It's not bad to think that way. There are girls that are off, like that are not so young, yeah. that are still, like, still virgins. But yeah. you can't just assume that That's everyone true. is. There are some things that you can avoid, there are things that you can avoid yeah. by having that conversation. Yeah. Talking about the, um, that now, you see like, there's like this high rate of, um, what's it called? Death from abortion. Yes. In the country. Yes. And that's because most of these girls are not enlightened. Most of them go to quack doctors to listen because 
they, because they can't they can't um talk to their parents and say okay this is what happened and mm. the parents will be like okay no problem you have the child or whatever it yeah. is that they decide to do mm. because most of them go ahead and like you see oh you have disowned you you cannot be my daughter again my daughter cannot bring yeah. shame to this family those kind yeah. of things so they should they should be more open to talking about sex talking about protection mm. yeah. even if the child is not having sex talk about stuff like that to mm. avoid Mm. those kind of occurrence in the future mm. so that's one that's another thing yeah yeah and what else um career mm. most times um i see that parents try to force stuff on their kids mm. they try to live through their children mm. rather than align their child their children live their lives yeah so maybe um you wanted to be a doctor mm. and you didn't get the opportunity now you're a clerk in one bank or something yeah you have children you have kids instead of you to like push your children to become what they want to become yeah you start forcing it down their throats and saying oh okay you must um study medicine the child is trying so hard and failing and failing mm. and failing but no you must do it do you mm. get and then they end up like if you force someone to do something stop most times they become depressed that's true and they won't be able to talk about it Lots of people go through these things and are not able to talk to anybody. Mm. One thing that we should open, um, open to talking about is mental health, mm. depression. People that, like, I'm, I'm not wishing depression on anyone, yeah. but there are some things that people go through mm. and they can't, it might not be major mm. at all, but it's, to them, it's weighing them down. It's heavy on their hearts mm. and in their mind. Mm. So it leads them, drives them to depression. Mm. If they had someone to talk to about it, mm. they won't be in that state. That's true. Get. So it's, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of things. Female friends talking about friendship, not yeah. even just relationships, not sex. Talk about friendship. Mm. Like listen to your child because sometimes your child might be going through stuff. Like even in friendships, like there's some things that you can just that you would tell the child and yeah. to solve a lot of problems for them. Yeah, you get. That's true. And also, one thing I would like to practice with my children is yeah. um affirmations mm. i think from an early age you know most times like i don't know if it's just nigeria yeah but some nigerians actually practice it yeah. when a child is in the womb they you talk to the child say good things yes yeah, yeah. say good things talk to the child when the child is out as a baby you don't go to jam within google gaga 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 <laughs> you get yeah. talk to the child like mm. like okay this is this person understands what i'm saying yes. this person can hear what i'm saying yeah you talk to the child like that so i believe in stuff like that Then mm. um, say affirmations teach them like mm. abc and stop in your head okay this person doesn't know this child doesn't know what i'm saying they're still like they don't view like mm. make sounds like that and all that but you'll be surprised that as time goes mm. when you show the child like a color and say what color is this because you've been training the child over time they the be able to identify the bit yeah. uh, identify colors like different colors mm. and then because you see kids like i'm seeing two-year-olds that can that can um, point out any country on a globe yeah. that can even tell you countries and me how many how many countries i know and their presidents and all that mm. and two years three years like how did that come about training, it's teaching. from it's from it's from communicating with the child yes. at, at, at a very very tender stage yeah so yeah that's one thing that's that's a lot of things Things. not just one one, to be honest you know when you were talking about career and you talked about um you know some parents forcing their children to do stuff that they don't want to do i just remembered you know in the west like in america 
even in UK, I think, they do this thing where they try to identify a child's skills. Yeah. So that's a Yugi. UK. <laughs> look, I don't know. I don't know what's that. But Girl, like, yeah, y'all know, know what I'm I mean. Listening. So when I saw your face, I knew that that was no, like, I didn't want no, to, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, nothing. So they do this thing where they identify. Um, there are lots of um, cur- extracurricular activities, you know, that they try to see what this child is good at. I saw a video. I think from you shared science. the video from from a very tender age. You shared a video with me of this young boy that sews. I think he's yes. like four. He yeah, started four at four or he, what? Before he was four, but I thought that his mom um, made a mannequin for, for him. him out of something. I forgot yeah. what it was. And now the boy like so it's really people good. people actually order clothes from, from, clothes him. from him and, and he now makes he's grown. Them. What it's, I think it's called Maxis Couture or something. I honestly can't remember the name. But oh, I was like, so actually, impressed. I was so yeah. impressed. And obviously at that age, it doesn't look like something that is forced down his throat. Because there's this he's interest. So good at it. He's, he's so good at no, it. No, I I look and at he's creative boy, too. And in my head I'm like how does it make his skin look so easy? I'm gonna say no easy. With all the pins, like yes. he cuts out the fabric, mm-hmm. starts putting the pins together. Small hands. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah. how is he doing this? And it yeah. looks so easy. In my head, I just made myself believe that oh you can do this thing. It's, it's so small. Run out. <laughs> you know, I also saw a video of a I think he was six months or nine months old. I can't remember. Or his dad was like carrying him and tumbling him over basically preparing him for, you know, gymnastics and all that. He kept at it. It was a time lapse of different him at different ages. And I think the last one, he was five. And he was already, you know, already doing so things. And it's it. like, mm, yeah. So we see those things. I even saw another one today. I'm <laughs> going to share. I'm going to share. <laughs> I saw another one today. Yeah. So the child, at, like before she turned one, she yeah. could operate her mom's phone, go to Netflix, scroll to Cocomelon. Those children. Those it's, children. it's not like the mom opens Netflix. Yeah. Mom's at phone doing stuff. She starts whining, whining, and the mom drops the phone. And then she just comes with a smile. And she knows where to go. Don't don't cook my lawn. And I'm like, how? How did you do that, baby? No, children are very observant. But what's Sever. unique about that girl? Yeah. Yeah, is that now she's two and she can read on her mm. own. Mm-mm. Yes. Because I, I was surprised. I saw that video when it was trending. Yeah. And she was one or barely mm. one. And then I saw another video of her, not just identifying, not doing, uh, but she was reading, reading the words. And it's not like it was lined up. It's like a textbook. Like chunk of words together. Words, different words. Like I'm telling you, and she'll point at one. She'll say, she'll point, she'll say, she'll point to say. That get the hot too. When she come marry my son. Like. <laughs> a Nigerian girl actually. Oh. But I don't think they're based in Nigeria. Mm. But Nigerian girl. That's so impressive. Yeah, very impressive. You know, I was listening to this video one time where a man was talking about how, I think the man is South African. He was talking about how Nigerians, if you check the best doctors in the world, it's a good percentage of people that are Nigerians. Yes. If you check the best, like whatever field, there's a good percentage of those people that are in Nigeria, that are Nigerians. But then he went on to say that, but but here's a catch. Most of those people, they don't stay in Nigeria. They stay like either in UK, US. US. He was basically talking about the time. He's a South African man. The time when, you know, South Africans and Nigerians, there's this clash like 
I don't know what it is. They just dislike us for some reason. This, during this at that point, exactly. Yeah. At that point, I think that's when the interview was done. I honestly didn't. Did I saw it on Instagram. I don't know when the time was. So he was basically saying that South Africans, if you want to stop seeing productivity, kick Nigerians out. Mm-hmm. Kick Nigerians away and then you see how your economy is going to do. Yeah. So I feel like Nigerians were, were really blessed people. We are. We're really we blessed are very people. Blessed. Yeah. And even in an economy, in like in an environment that does everything possible to shoot you down, we always find a way to, you know, achieve great things. Yeah. So now imagine they now introduce something in our curriculum where it's similar to what is obtainable outside, where you can try and pinpoint what a child's gifts are. Yes, there are schools in Nigeria, maybe private schools and stuff that do They're that. They're really expensive. But it's They're expensive. Not made really for exactly. The, for, Very expensive. For everyone, yes. That's true. So imagine it now is something that is, um, you know, reachable to a number of people. Um, the kind of talents that we're going to get. So I was saying this, talking about mm-hmm. universities now. Yeah. You go to universities, someone's studying computer science, for mm-hmm. instance. And you're not learning programming. They won't use theory. You did, my dear, what you is the copy that? Identify, draw, draw CPU <laughs> and label it. All those kind God of things. Like did, yeah. It's, it's funny, yeah, yeah, but in 300 that's what, level, that's what happens. when we did that board course yeah. with, um, from computer science, yeah. it was this kind of stuff we're seeing. And in my head, I'm like, because if you check now, most of the lecturers that are teaching, they yeah. are old people. Yes, from way back, yeah, they are not willing to enlighten or learn here the, 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 the new stuff, yeah. And you're still teaching computer science, CSC 301, and all that, <laughs> and asking somebody to um draw CPU name parts of a computer. You get that kind of crazy thing. I feel like if that is done, there'll be a like a great improvement in the quality of manpower that we produce in Nigeria True. because. There are lots of things that we import into this country. And I feel like we can produce these things, right? And it all starts from, we're talking about modern. It all starts from. So I was smiling. Yeah. Because we're now going into another part. But it's like, it's it's all related. It all starts from the home. Like, there are a lot of um, Nigerian parents who do not practice, you know, like affirmations saying positive things over their kids. You have parents always insulting their children, like you're stupid, you're yeah. mad, you're this, you're that. There are lots good of things nothing. that are good for nothing. You came back with social position. Does your friend have two heads? E. And it's like, okay, just appreciate your child. So just talking about that now, yeah. this topic I'm about to make, it's very, very sensitive. And mm. I, I think that's something that we need a professional to discuss. Yeah. There are people that have those learning disabilities Oh my god, like dyslexia. Oh my god. So growing up, mm. we didn't know of these things. Yeah. Schools didn't know of it. Yeah. Cause I've literally seen students that couldn't like spell cats. Yeah. And then this child is insulting them and flogging them. Yes. And it's hard for them. It's hard. So growing up, like having grown up now to this stage, yeah. I n- understand that some of them might have been suffering from one of, of these, these learning yeah, disabilities. disabilities and with i think in schools currently they still don't have yeah. they still don't know about these things mm. because i'm sure they're still flogging students and bashing their heads against yeah. the wall because yeah. they don't know how to read or they don't mm. know how to write so that's another thing yeah. um some moms should be open to learning you know when when they when doctor makes diagnosis sometimes yeah. 
they are quick to say god forbid yes god forbid it's, as opposed to like finding a solution yes so i think first thing when it's identified mm. acknowledge that it's been identified and yeah. then work towards resolving it exactly rather than, than cursing and saying god forbid and i cannot accept it's not my child mm. and then you go away and the child is suffering mm. so accept identify it and then work on it that's when you can use prayer because you cannot exactly. come to god with something that is not there you don't believe that it's yeah. there yeah what do you want him to take away from from from, from, the, from child? the child so yeah i think that's another thing moms should be open to not just teaching their children to also learning exactly so there are a number of things there are a number of mm-hmm. things um Another thing I'd like to talk about, yeah. you know how um, people make it seem like, oh, if you don't have a child, you can't train a child. Hmm. I'd say it is true and it is not true. To an extent, yeah. I feel like it is true because the person is most likely talking from a point of view of um, practical, right? So they're telling the person this because they believe Okay, you have never, you do obviously do not have a child, so you have never been in any situation that would make you maybe relate to situations that might arise, you know, from having a child. Yeah. So I feel like that's where it's coming from. And to be fair, it makes sense. I won't rule it out completely. But then there's also the part of um, preparing for a child. So I know someone who literally reads books you know, about parenting, yes, mothering. And she she when she you hear her talk about like children and child related um topics, it sounds like she has a child. Right. So for that kind of person now, I would say, okay, yes, she has prepared herself. Then it is now up to life to, you know, when the child comes, how are you going to practice what you've learned? There's that. So I feel like it's true and it's also not true. So what do um, you think? I think it's not everyone that's a parent that is good at parenting. Mm, there's that. Mm-mm-mm. There's also and that. there are people that have that gift nat- naturally. Yeah, like you don't need to go to school to learn how to parent. Yes, because I've literally been around people and I see like the kids misbehaving, and in my head I'm just like, ah, show you the wine. I I get that they say it's difficult, like you can't tell how it is until yeah. you have a child. But personally, I think children listen. <laughs> Not all kids can yeah, be very stubborn. Very stubborn no yeah. <laughs> but I think like communication, like when you talk to a child, mm. like continually mm. talk to a child, because there's some children that in public you can't even control them. And you know what? It starts from somewhere. Children like to push their limits. So they do one thing, they see your reaction, they say, Okay, let me take it up a notch. So when a child I I, I notice these things because like I, I teach children in church, right? And I see how sometimes they push you. They want to see what you do. And what you do will determine, you know, their reaction to that same, in that same situation another time. So some children will want to, some children are attention seeking. Like they seek attention a lot. My God. So they might notice that you are paying, like someone is answering a question and, you know, they are getting it right. And, you know, you are applauding them. They want to now, yes, auntie me. They repeat the exact same thing the child just said and it's yeah. like my babe that's what she just said but you know they're seeking your attention they also want that kind of praise yes you give it to them yeah you did good you know all of that children really like that and then they they try to like you're talking about the, the child that does stuff in public before it goes to that point 
the parents let a lot of things go. Baby, like the child will baby. cry. You know this kind of thing that the child will cry, yeah, I want this. You give the child. Yeah, I want this. You give the child. You they whine. <laughs> then the child will say your house with you inside they come. Because sometimes so okay. it's okay to teach children that you can't have everything. You can't have you everything. True. You can't have that's not how True. life works. I get so that. It's, it's all part of like life lessons, even. It's not like you hate the child, you don't want the child to be, you know, happy or whatever. Mm. It's just how life is. You can't get everything you want all the time. That child that in public is dragging feet, rubbing himself on the ground, started from somewhere. That's just the truth. Omo. That's not a lie. So, <laughs> I'm all waiting. I'm just thinking, like, looking forward to, you know, when I have my own child. Ah, it would be awesome. I just hope that, you Abu know. Abu Dhabi. Come on, will you? Will you? Will you kill me? Will you leave that place? No, you don't even need to. I've trained them so well that, you know, I you don't need you. to. I will help you. <laughs> so, you, like, okay. I need to ask if you yeah. are someone that is all about the road or. No, take ah. this kid and calm down. I feel like. Um, hmm. let me use myself as an example. Um, when I was growing up, yeah, my parents they whooped me, you know, I got to collect canes sometimes. And yeah, my head is strong, but then I noticed that I became in my head, I'll be like, you know what, let me not do this thing. It's just how many lashes I'll collect it, and then that'll be it. Like, I'll just resolve to, you know what, it's going to end in cane. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. But I know I'm going to collect. Like I prepare my mind. Mm. I just cry small, and that's it. So I feel like there's that when it comes to the rodding thing. It shouldn't be something that the child should expect all the time. So I feel like parents should switch it up a bit. Like we hear people say naughty corner and how eh, waiting down and they do. Yes, there are some. I don't know. It, it just has to do with understanding your child. Um, I was talking to um, a senior, I'll call her a senior friend because she's, she's quite advanced in age and she has a number of children. Yes. She said, when it comes to taking care of children, every child is different. What you did with your first child might not be what to work with the second. So you need to understand the individ- individuality Quality. of your children, right? Yeah. And it made a lot of sense to me. It made a lot of sense. So if... Like you are the type that will just flog every time or just shout on them every time. I don't think it's, it's the best way to go. Like switch it up. You know, they say variety is the spice of life. Yeah. So I'm not trying to call children puppies or yeah. dogs. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. think, you know how like when you're training a dog or when you yeah. have pets, yeah. when they do something right to you, mm. I feel like it's a good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Treat, yeah. Give them a treat, yeah. For kids, I think mm. acknowledging them to also helps That's true. them know what's right from a tender age. Mm, I agree. So when you tell the child, do this, and then they actually do what you say they should do. Mm. You know, like acknowledge them and say, good job, good job, mm. good job, precious. Like acknowledge the child mm. and stuff. And I think with time, like the child will want to get that kind of praise from you. Mm. So they tend to do good things, like those things that will make you applaud them. Yeah. Rather than scream at exactly. them. Yeah, so that's another thing. Mm. Acknowledge them when they do like mm. the right thing. Mm. That being said, I think we should jump into the sense or nonsense. Mm. Okay, before before we go into that, okay. I feel there's there's something else. You know how like growing up, I chores was just something that the child you yeah, you don't have a choice yet, <laughs> you're going to do it. I saw I saw something on Instagram some months ago. Okay. Some children were washing their dad's car. 
sit there and to tell him they were using to wash the car because they knew that it's a thing in their house. Their dad pays them for services that they do. Mm-hmm. So you wash the car, you do it is it, it wasn't even like a lot of money. Yeah. But that type of appreciation it will make the child, you know, want to do more. I know it's it's there's this um yes, children honor your parents, you're you are meant to wash the place, you are meant to sweep the house, you are meant this is your job. But then there's just something that comes with, you know, earning from and then that can even train the child to even save you see the child's money habits from there and you can yes, even teach the child. Thing. I think even that's another teach, thing that exactly. um, mothers should talk about. Yeah. And finances. Yeah. Some true. people tend to not discuss finances. Yeah. So I think that's nothing from an early stage discuss talk about savings yes. with your child mm-hmm. tell them how to be prudent when it comes to yeah. um, their money whatever mm-hmm. it is at the end introduce earnings mm-hmm. from doing chores exactly practical and that's 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 one way mm-hmm. to start because you tell them okay when if you do this today this is what you're, you're going, going to get, get this exactly. so you know that by the end of the month or by the end you have like a certain amount mm-hmm. of money and then you open an, a, a bank account for them yeah you put in the bank and then sh- just teach them finances mm. we don't know a lot about we didn't know a lot about investments growing up just so it's as money is coming you're just seasoning the money yeah. is going mm. so there are a lot of things that you you would have avoided mm-hmm. if you had knowledge known. yeah yes so that's another thing that I think moms should, mothers teach should, their children. Yes, teach their children, mm-hmm. whether boy or girl. Yeah, that's one thing. And even the sex stuff, it goes both ways, both boys and true. girls. So I think it's like one of the things that they should yeah. teach their kids. I had this friend once that told me that his mom was, you know, how a visitor comes to the house, give you money, most people call it time. So his mom was saving this money oh, in an account. Nice. I said, that's eh? Your Nigerian mom. That's Are new. you kidding me? That's new. <laughs> yeah, like I was really impressed when I heard it. Like she saved him more money, and he said when he was eighteen, she gave it to him. I'm like, Whoa. wow. Okay, so must be nice. That must be nice. Must be nice. I feel like there's there's a lot more that since now, like our own generation, yeah. we have seen, we have learned. There's a lot more we should do. I wouldn't say can. I feel like we should do with our children. Like, I know these things are easier said than done, but, you know, they say practice makes better, right? There's yes. no such thing as perfection. Nobody can be perfect. But, you know, working every day, increasing, like, by 1%, is also a way to go. Since we already know this information, then we should, you know, try and teach our children. Yes. So I believe more. in learning from experiences. True. My experience, your experience, mm-hmm. the next person's experience. Yeah. So definitely, like, when I become a mother, yeah. I would, there are things that I wished mm. for myself that mm-hmm. I'm going to implement. Yeah. So there are things that I've learned from people, like, just seeing people's situations and all that, mm-hmm. that I'm going to use to make things better for, exactly. my, for my kids. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Or nonsense. Mm-hmm. So on today's segment of Sense and Nonsense, we'll be discussing unpopular opinions yeah. about parenting that would put you in a chokehold. Yeah. So you know there are some things that you see as a single baby. Yeah. And people will be like, and uh-uh, what do you even know? You're yeah. not a mother and yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. let's let's see. 
Hmm. So the first one is deciding to have, deciding to not having a child isn't selfish. Deciding to have one when you're not mentally and financially ready, hoping that your kid can be your assets and be responsible for your happiness is the real selfishness. selfishness. Hmm. This is big sense. What? Makes a lot of sense. Because makes truly, a lot of sense. Wow. I feel like for you to have kids, there are a number of things that you should do that mm. before doing it. You mm. should consider your mental health yeah. and your financial capability. Yeah. So this actually makes a lot of sense because yeah. you can't bring the child into the world now and you're looking for money for diapers. Yeah. I know some people don't have it easy. Yeah. It's not it's not their fault. But mm-hmm. if you ha if you're knowledgeable, mm-hmm. if you are aware of certain things, yeah. you wouldn't bring kids into the world yeah. when you know that you can't raise them, mm. you can't take care of them, you can't provide for the kids. Mm. So I think I think that's why it makes sense. You know, I saw a post um some some months back. Uma was talking about how she has this friend okay. who would give birth i don't know how many children she, the friend has but she'll give birth to you know a child and then she'll put her friends maybe in a group chat send them messages okay she has given birth to money for naming money for this like they should contribute money for Some this are so bold and she's like yo like i'm not going to do this again like when you were deciding to have the child i wasn't there so why are you coming to put all of this now on me so it makes a lot of sense and in this country, when, you know, a couple, when like people get married, right? The next thing is to start asking, okay, when, when is the child coming? Okay, when is it? When is this? They give birth to one child. Learn to that, mind when your you business. Add, you get, when you, add, when you give him a sister, when you give him a brother. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's none of your business. Some might be struggling with, you know, conceiving. Others might be, okay, we're not ready. We're not ready. We know we're not ready. So it's none of your business. Yeah. Leave people to live their lives. True. So I feel like it makes a, makes a lot of sense because if you're not ready to have a child financially, if you're not ready to have a child mentally, I don't see any reason why you should rush into it. Yes, some people also argue that, you know, biological clock, you know, time is ticking and all of that. But, that's, that's, but that's there are ways to go about business. it. I mean, you could freeze your eggs. That's, that's one thing that people do now. You could, you know, freeze your sperm. I don't know. So the quality, yeah, yeah, you do. So the quality, because, you know, there's this science says that, you know, the quality of your, yeah, the quality of your, you know, stuff is way better when you're younger or in a Mm. certain age and all that. Less complications, all of that. It makes sense. There are ways to go about these things. Again, I don't know the cost implication. No, I don't know how expensive it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much it is. But there are ways to go about it. But I feel like this makes a lot of sense, to be honest. It makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Second one. The second one. Kids are allowed to say no, have boundaries, and make their own decisions. Kids are allowed to say no, I'm have boundaries, and make their own decisions. Why? Because mm. I think it depends on the age of the child. Yes. It depends on the decision they're making. Yeah. And yeah. You can't be five years old and demand mm. that no one opens your door mm. once you close the door. You can't be ten, twelve, and do that. Mm. And say you want mm. your privacy. Mm. You get, you're still, you're still a baby. 
so when it comes to boundaries yes i fully support that because you have to teach your child from inside the house the right things to do like yeah. when you're outside don't allow anyone touch you in some sense yeah. yeah so don't don't do that so when you're outside you practice the whole no boundaries mm-hmm. if you can do it inside you can do it outside also. yeah so yeah mm-hmm. and then make their own decisions mm-hmm. i think as a parent depends on the child's age mm-hmm. you help them make decisions mm-hmm. If they make a decision, if they say this is what they want to do, yeah. you decide if they should go ahead with it because you can tell if it's wrong or right. Mm. So that's that's another that's one mm. way okay. I see that. So that's why I say I'm in between. In between, so, yeah, I'm okay. not hmm. really. Kids are allowed to say no. The Nigerian in me, Joe, as I read that, I say Wait, no. It Bibao. depends. It depends I on know. the thing that you're saying. It no depends. To. But here's the thing, you mm-hmm. know, like. They say wisdom is profitable to direct. Mm-hmm. If I'm your parents, I tell you to do something, you tell me or, or say no. Mommy, mommy, what's that thing? You bitch. <laughs> you remember that I remember that bitch. <laughs> I was like, what? Nah, 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 nah. I feel like there are ways to go about this thing. Even mm-hmm. though like as a child, you might not want to do what your parents tell you. Yeah. Say no. Uh, nah, nah, nah. My child is not going to tell me no. It's not like... I'm not going, I'm going to force things down your throat, but we should talk. Give me reasons. Make me understand yes, why. I mean, that's what I said. You, yeah, I understand. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying that, oh, well, this kid's saying no, then having boundaries is very important. And yeah. I honestly wish that, you know, I learned that at a very young age, to be okay. honest. Because I, I found that at some point in my life, mm. I used to lean towards pleasing people. So for some reason, I feel the need to want to be liked. As opposed, just standing my ground and deciding on you know what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. So having boundaries is is really important. Then making their own decisions. I feel like children should make their own decisions with some guidance, right? So parents are older; they've lived their life. Yes, their experiences might be different from what we have, what is obtainable now in our generation, but there should still be guidance. There's some things that some parents, that parents would have experience with and they understand it more because they've been there, they've done that. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of things. So I feel like it should be done with guidance. So with this one, I don't really agree with, you know, everything. So I'm I'm also in between. Mm -hmm. I'm in between. Now, let's go to the last but not the least. Hmm. Hmm hmm hmm. The you have no room to teach me how to parent my kid. Logic is so flawed. I think we touched this a bit while we're talking. Talking. We touched this a bit while we're talking, and I feel it makes sense. I feel it makes sense. You know this thing where they say we learn every day is a real thing. Sometimes it might not be. Most times it's not even in the confines of the classroom. There's a teacher. There's a board. You don't know who you learn from. It might be someone younger, it might be someone older. But then we should always be open to learning things because nobody knows everything. So if you have a child, take for instance, there are people that study um um there's this course I heard one time that I found very funny. Is it adult learning? Something like that. It's study it's, adult it's, learning. Yeah, it's, it's actually a course. Is, when, is it a course? It's actually a course. Some people study it in uni. I've forgotten I've forgotten where I heard it. Well, it's I actually think, a cost. 
what I know adult learning as is people that go like adults. like go back to school. Yeah. Yes, I also know that, but it's actually a course that people study. Okay. Right. And then there's also like you know teaching special children. They're experts in that field. So I try to tell me that if if such a person who has learned, you know, these things practically and oh. you know theologically, if think, they come to tell you. Huh? advise parents like okay i think you should do this i think since your child is doing this this is how you should go about it you tell me you won't listen i think some people are just naturally arrogant mm. you know like you can see the child doing something wrong yeah. obviously and yeah. then someone is trying to like i'm not laying hands on your child yeah. i'm just saying oh don't do that yeah but naturally arrogant and mm. they'll tell you off immediately yeah so it could be that you're even like you saw something bad Mm-hmm. A child was in, and then you came to tell the person rather yeah. than take action to say, Okay, see, I said a child doing this just thought to let you know, yeah. so you tell you, No, don't tell me how to parent my child. Gan, 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 train your own, yeah. So, some people are just naturally arrogant, they are people yeah. that are open to like hearing stuff and yeah. then implementing them, and they are people that will just like turn you or turn you away yeah. immediately without hearing what you have to say, yeah. And, yeah that makes sense that makes sense so with this one we're going with what i'm going with sense i'm going with sense wow this was a lovely episode this is a lovely lovely episode it was. Um, tell us what you think in the comment section like we said earlier share your experiences with us we all we both want to learn you know other people who are listening too want to learn yes so for those of you that are secrets watch us just tell us your own experience as well. Don't be shy. We don't buy it. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram at Not Enough Words Pod. Pod yeah. On YouTube at Not Enough Words Pod. Pod. On Apple Podcasts at Not Enough Words Pod. And Spotify and also on Google Podcasts at yeah. Not Enough Words Pod. We can't wait to see your comments, see what you think about all this. And we hope. You have a great week. Till next time. See you. Sayonara. (laughs) Bye.